And she is not the bisexual. She is not the bisexual senator. That is unimportant, and that is Kirsten Cinema of <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> I am your other host, Robert Lloyd. The metronome needs to come off is the first thing that we need to do. Okay, we're going to do this again. All right, welcome to the inaugural episode of Politics Take Two. We are politics for you and your friends. So we watched some town halls. We watched quite a few town halls. We watched five town halls. That's quite a bit. We watched Kamala Harris. Kirsten Gillibrand. Cory Booker. Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren. Warren. And Amy Klobuchar. It is. Amy Klobuchar. Yes, we did watch all of those. That's heartbreaking. That's a lot of politics. Oh, the town halls are cool because they give you a little bit of insight into what this particular candidate wants to do or what they think is going to work. So they're kind of answering all these questions like right off the cuff from people basically just wherever they're at. So they usually announce they're in like some specific place in some specific town and these are all the people that are going to ask you questions and they get all these rapid fire questions that I don't think that I would be able to answer anything like that. Right, but I mean you don't have to answer that. Well, no, no. I just I mean like I guess I would never be able to run for president is is where you're getting at. Kind of the idea. Well, no, I couldn't either cuz I wouldn't be good at the debate. I would just cry the whole time. And then yes. scream at my opponent. But anyway. I feel, I feel like I would start crying and you would start screaming. Yeah, I would be very indignant. It would be terrible. But. I wouldn't last long as a potential candidate. <laughs> Which but is I why this is super casual because we're not candidates. We're just here. We're just here giving you the news, giving you the politics yeah. in the way that I think makes sense to you and makes sense to me for sure. Because that's kind of how this all started was I asked you a lot of questions. Well, yes, and I like to talk and I like to hear yourself talk yes <laughs> As, i don't know yeah i guess well you i mean that's that. not necessarily a bad thing and you know what you're talking about so that's good to a degree to a degree yeah to a degree but back to the town halls okay. i find the town hall super interesting because an interesting forum to see the candidate talk to the general public you know they're talking to individual people they're not talking to the other candidate. They're not just right. So they giving have to speech. put on like a special like. Well, yeah, and you can kind of see like question. how much bullshit they can come up with versus what is an actual human point. If that makes sense. So, do you think that? Do you think anybody goes into a town hall with like a genuine intent to be like, I care about these issues. I want to do these things for these people. Well, I mean, yes, of course, because that's why they're running for the job in the first place, because I do, I'm do, i not that cynical about mm-hmm. politics. I do think that these people genuinely care about what they're doing. You know, it's just, like you said, you wouldn't be able to answer those questions. No, because... But, and sometimes they clearly can't either. Which we saw a lot of with Elizabeth Warren. Yes and no. It depends on if you like that style of politicking 
what is her, what is her style of politicking? When I look at Elizabeth Warren, I see a lot of there's like a mix of her big grand gestures and these big grand ideas that she has, but she rolls it in with a very folksy, very like I'm here for the people. Yes, very <laughs> much so. But anyways, um, so you said she's very folksy, like very for the people in her approach. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like she had answered many of the questions. Like if I was listening very, very closely, it didn't sound like she was really getting to a point. It kind of mm-hmm. all just came back to, we're going to do the thing for the thing with the stuff for the people. And it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I got out of it. Yeah. I mean, and that's basically what it was. But again, that is a style of politicking. So just to like make people feel good. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it was just her up there gesturing and it was sexy and like, she was excited <laughs> and into it. I but don't know that I would describe Elizabeth Warren as sexy. I think they're all sexy. I think they're the sexiest to the degree that you have to have. I think Cory Booker was sexy, but you didn't agree with me in that, in that perspective. I mean, they're all, of course, he's a very attractive man. Like, that's objectively, yes. Yeah. Let's back up for just a second for anyone that doesn't actually know what's going on. So, currently, everything is kind of gearing up for 2020 when the president is up for re-election. Yeah. So, we've got all these people coming out of the woodwork that want to run for president. There's like 400,000 Democrats that all want to run for president. I mean, there's some that haven't even announced that they're thinking about announcing that they're thinking about running for <laughs> office, but they're there. They're out there. Um, so Beth Moulton, you are one of those people. I don't know who that is. Let's he is a that. congressman out of Massachusetts. He is an ex-Marine, but very well-liked in the party. He's young. I'm a fan of him. Okay. And then there's Eric Swalwell. He's a congressman. He's another one that hasn't announced anything yet, but he's definitely – he's been to Iowa – which, if anyone doesn't know, if you're running for president, you start in Iowa. If you start <laughs> seeing a politician walking around in flannel at a fucking barbecue in the middle of <laughs> Iowa, you know what they're doing. You said we had approximately 400,000 potential Democratic candidates. Yes, it's going to be chaos. It's like an orgy of people here. So the, the town halls that we've watched so far, all of them are Democratic candidates um, wanting to run for president. Yes, yeah, so that's only five of them. Those are just the senators. Like, those right. are all senators. Like, Beto, hello. Beto. 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 Beto, whatever. He's from El Paso. I know. Yeah, but he's not Hispanic. Yeah, but he was raised in El Paso, which is, like, basically Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it's predominantly Hispanic. There you go. I think that he had a – he was influenced by a Hispanic – Culture, yes, Culture. of course, because that's where he's from. But that's not uncommon. There's no. other people named Robert that, that use that nickname. Yes, no. Can I and start calling you Beto? No, you may not. Okay. So Beto's also just announced his um, potential run. He had his kickoff rally today in El Paso. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. There's I, a lot of people there, I think. That's really exciting. Yes. So I saw him at Lava Cantina in the car. Okay. And that was a lot of fun. I have not ever been, like, active politically before until that particular. Well, no, because remember in 2016, we went to see Hillary and Elizabeth Warren. We did. Back and in she Cincinnati. Was back in 2016. Oh, 
So the approximate 400,000 Democratic candidates, there's only one Republican candidate, and that's obviously... Well, I mean, you might get, like, some, like, no-name challenger from the middle of nowhere. Or not from the middle of nowhere, but who no one's ever heard of. Or some old, die-hard Reagan Republican who is holding on to that last desperate hope to save the party. Okay, who are you thinking of, like, if you could compare him to somebody that already exists? Well, I think Bill Weld, who I'm not exactly sure why or what he did or what office he was in. I know it was in Massachusetts. He ran up there at some point. Maybe he was governor. I don't know. But he might challenge. But, again, no one cares about him. So it's very dangerous for an incumbent to have a challenger at the presidential level because it can split the party. <coughs> okay. Party wants to be united and wants to watch the other party have to duke it out and potentially split themselves or in the that Democrats' way, okay. case, stretch themselves into 20,000 different directions because of all the fucking candidates. So I guess what is the difference – when that's going to happen, like, in 2016, like, candidates have to go up against each other for the nomination, so... Correct. It just looks bad when it's, like, already the president. Yes. And a potential candidate. Yes, because it makes the party look like they're... They the, don't it makes the president look like he doesn't have... Support. ...the support of the party. Okay. And that can tank his vote in the general election. But given the current circumstances mm -hmm. that we're in... Mm-hmm. Is that necessarily a bad thing? Because I feel like the Republican Party is kind of split now. Like, not everybody is super stoked. Yeah, but there's always splits in all the parties all the time, always. Because now the Democrats are splitting between the socialists and the center-left and okay. the establishment and all of that. So that's a forever and always argument. Okay. I know, like, Joy Behar on The View. Everyone's always calling her or not everyone's always calling her a socialist. That's not the right phrase. But she's very much like. Is she? I don't know how she feels about, like, Medicare for all and all of that. I think she's so far left that it's like. Why are we talking about Joy Behar? <laughs> because I love The View, and the goal is to get me on The View. I know. Because I love them, and I want to be in a fight with Megan Mullen. I wouldn't, because she'd kick uh, your ass. No, I mean, she would literally, like, chew off my face. But she's gorgeous. I know, she's fantastic. And she's very smart, even if I don't agree with anything that she says, ever. Um, Bernie Sanders. Yes. Another potential candidate. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Why didn't we mention him? Did we watch his town hall? No, I think I... don't I think he's had a town hall yet, but we, we like, get off on these tangents, which is fine. Um we were just talking about the amount of people running for the Democratic nomination. Um, so we talked about Beto. Bernie Sanders is also running. Joe Biden? Yes. Is he running? Uh, Joe Biden, is, it's interesting because he's waited so long to make an announcement that at this point... Do you, I feel like if he was going to make an announcement, he would have done it by now. Well, he's still deciding. I mean, that he's already ran for president twice, and it didn't go well for him either time. And Joe that, Biden? 
Yes. I didn't even know that. Exactly. I should have done my homework. When did he run for president? In the 80s and then 2008, 2007, 2008. Like for the general in 2008, but he didn't get that far. I don't even think he made it to the Iowa caucus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like his candidacy was very short. Okay, so maybe this is it. Like, maybe he needs to be, like, out of this particular conversation. Like, he doesn't need to put his name in there. Yeah, but he's leading all the polls right now. He's leading all the what? All the polls right now. As far as what? As far as who is going to win the Democratic nomination, who the voters choose to win the Democratic nomination. He is at the top of all of them. How, if he's not even actually running? Because the speculation is that he's going to end up running. So he's... So how do you feel about that? I mean, it doesn't matter how I feel about it. I like Joe Biden. I think all, I like all of these candidates for the most part. Like I'm, I like all of them, any of them. They're all sexy bitches <laughs> who I think should be president of the United States. So I came up with this theory earlier as we were driving. Okay. And I feel like all of the candidates are like different schools of religion. Just, like, roll with me here. So, like, Christianity, like, everyone, like, believes in, like, this thing. But then you have, like, different, like, types of it. So you've got, like, Presbyterian and then, like, Methodist and then. Sure. Like, you know what I'm talking about? So So that's how you feel each candidate, like, is. They generally, like, have the same views, but then each one is just a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. That's a really interesting allegory. Yeah. Because. Generally, they all kind of want the same thing. Like, they've all talked about uh, trying to get not necessarily Medicare for all because not all of them support that, but trying to get as many people covered on with health insurance as possible. They all agree on that. Right. They all agree on some expansion of the welfare state. Who does not believe in Medicare for all? Amy Klobuchar is one who does not. We don't know how Joe Biden feels about it yet. He's not running. (laughs) But, I mean, he's going to be. Okay. Kirsten Gillibrand doesn't necessarily support Medicare for All right now, and she talks about this in her town hall. She wants, and this is what a lot of people have been talking about, and this was an issue that came up in 2007, 2008 during that election, was a public option where you could, like, and this is how I interpret it. I could be totally fucking wrong here, and I even took a class on the politics of healthcare in college, and I still do not understand it at all. I am by no means an expert or fucking anything on this. But the way I interpret a public option is that you could, like, buy into it, and then that's your fucking health insurance. Which, to me, doesn't necessarily sound like a bad idea. Right. But and that's- some people don't think that harms competition, and some people think that the government doesn't or shouldn't be involved health insurance at all in that way i feel like you could i mean you could just go like down a wormhole with this yeah thing. there's like so many different arguments against the public option or government intervention in healthcare at all but the point is not all of them support medicare for all um elizabeth warren supports medicare for all oh of I course she absolutely I does <laughs> i have it written in my notes that that is what she supports um we the most recent one we watched was cory booker I don't – No, they didn't – re- the only thing they asked him was if, if he went after the pharmaceutical company or if he would go after the pharmaceutical companies. Right, which was tricky because he accepted – Money from them. Money from them, 
And then someone asked him if he regretted it, and he, like... Well, that's just an awkward fucking... I hate those fucking gotcha questions. They do it to them all the time. They do it... They did it to Kirsten Gillibrand... Or, they're going to continue to do it to Kirsten Gillibrand with her and Al Franken, which... It's going to be, it's a difficult thing for her to have to deal with because there's two levels to this with her. There's the sexual assault charge that was leveled against someone in her campaign and he was not fired. Oh. And then there's the way she went after Al Franken. And she had, she addressed both of these in that town hall. Okay. Um, Give me some background on Al Franken because that feels like it was a long time ago. Um, By a long time, I mean like one year. It, yeah, but that like in the current news cycle, that's forever. Yeah, because I remember hearing about it, and I remember <laughs> Joy Behar. <laughs> Joy Behar. Go off about it, but I don't exactly remember what happened. He, there was like a comedy skit that he was doing on a USO tour or was something. He in blackface? No, he wasn't in blackface. It was. <laughs> He, like, grabbed a woman's boob in the picture and then, like, force-kissed her on the mouth. And okay. Oh, are we on? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Al Franken. <laughs> Anyways. So, a lot of Democrats got pissed at her because he was going to be, like, the champion of the fucking Democrats in the Senate. He was funny. He was popular. He was cool. And then, bam. sexy. Of course. They're all sexy. His political career was, like, crashed and burned. Like, okay, explosion. Well. So, a lot, there's donors that are pissed at her. They're like, well, fuck her. And she's like, well, fuck you. Okay. Literally. That's... That's, like, what's happening. Yes. Okay. And they're going to keep asking her that question. They're going to ask Joe Biden about Anita Hill. What did her, the person <clears throat> in her camp do? Who? You said that somebody was... Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about that story other than what she said about it on the town hall, which is that they investigated it, but it didn't rise to the level of what would be considered sexual assault. Interesting answer. But they all... Like, remember Hillary and her fucking... Anytime they asked her about the emails, you could just see, like, like her hair, her like, on the vein, yes, and, like, her fucking hair on fire... Just like stop fucking talking about like, it. Stop asking me that. So that's basically like how Cory Booker responded to the pharmaceutical question. He didn't say he didn't regret it, but he's like, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, like he wouldn't say he didn't regret it. Like he would not. He specifically didn't say that. Yeah. So. I think that's fine. Um, a couple of things I noticed specifically with Cory Booker, um, and you and I talked about this a little bit, is that a lot of his questions were based on race yeah pretty much they and all had something to do with race but but they're in south carolina right and they were at a historically black university right. so of course they were all going to be about race and he's the only black man currently running i believe okay so that was going to be my question is that is it based on race because he's the only person of color well, I think that's like kind of, like, that was the theme. Because some of the, like, Kirsten Gillibrand, for instance, her town hall was, like, at an auto plant in Michigan. Right, Like, right. they all had different... Like, areas of specificity. Areas of specificity, yes. Nobody really talked about, like, jobs or, like, economic Yeah, issues. and I... 
as I was watching it, I had the same thought. And I was like, here we fucking go. Yeah. Like, this is what got them in trouble, the Democrats, in 2016, is they didn't talk enough about how they were going to help people make more money. Right, right, right. You know, and that's an important thing. And the Republicans totally won out on that because that's literally – Everybody wants a job. That's going to be an important topic in the election. It was in 2016, race relations. That's So far, everybody's been asked about reparations. Yes. Which is not – I don't think there's any way to answer that question. No. Correctly. I don't think I don't I don't know what the right answer is for that type of question because if you say no reparations, you're going to lose like that question is they're going to have to figure that out. They're all going to dance around it possibly. Right. I don't know. I don't know that I I don't want to touch that. No, no, no. We are not going to touch that. That's um way above my pay grade, yep. I think. So we've talked a lot about Cory Booker. We've talked a lot about uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, and we've talked a lot about Elizabeth Warren. So let's focus a little bit on Amy Klobuchar. Now you – I don't think I watched that one. I think you watched that one. No, we were there together. It was just a really long time ago. Remember, she's the one that is getting in trouble for beating her staff's ass. <laughs> right. I heard that she made someone – or she, she – She ate, ate the salad with the comb and then told the person to clean it. Yeah, that's yes. raw. That's raw. That's um, that's a mood. Yeah. That's a vibe. Yeah. That's that's a bad bitch. So, where does she come from? Like, she's super Midwesterny. She's from Minnesota. I had always assumed that she was like super nice and super friendly. I wasn't aware at all of, you know, the her, fact that her she's abuse her alleged alleged fucking <laughs> ass whoopings of the staff, but. Would we be having these same conversations if it was a man, though? I don't judge her for it. Like, right. I'm not upset about it. I don't care about that. But people do, I think, judge her for it. Well, yeah, because she's... Republicans a, judge her for it. Yeah, but so do Democrats. Everybody judges her for Everybody judges everybody for everything. Yes. If I was going to work for a senator, I would automatically assume that I was going to get my ass whooped every day, no matter who it was. Right. I feel like that's fair. Like, it's not a line of work where you go into where it's, like, everyone's, like, super friendly and, like, it's a good old time. Well, that and, it, you know, they're great people. They work really hard. You know, they have, for the most part, good intentions. Yeah. But you don't get to that level by being nice. No, you definitely don't. And when you're trying to pass legislation, I think that you have you have to have a certain level of, like, do not fuck with with me like don't well and and i think that's something that they say a lot about donald that i think it's it's donald as in our president yes okay that irritates me is that he's a jerk like i don't fuck blow me i don't care that he's a jerk yeah that's not necessarily representative of if someone is a good effectual politician or not yeah or if, as if or he's not nice or he screams at his staff fuck you if i was a politician or if i, I was a sta- i would be throwing my shoes at my staff <laughs> like i would be like ah! yeah it would it would be like that for sure with you i don't think i could do that i could i would be insane i was really interested in her kickoff that she and i think this will continue to work for her is her rally in the fucking blizzard like like a literal blizzard? It was a literal outside. blizzard. Like, she was announcing her candidacy. Did in she go to Wisconsin, though? 
What? Did she go to Wisconsin? She went to Wisconsin. That was her first fucking stop. <laughs> hey, Hillary. Where are you, Hillary? You said she doesn't support Medicare for all. No, she does not. What is what is the option? What is her has she announced anything? It's sort strengthening of the ACA. I don't know if she's announced anything yet, but I do know that that and that makes sense to me because she's coming from the Midwest and they're a little bit more conservative in that way. They're not coastal liberals who are all about Let's give all our money away. Yeah. Let's give everybody's money away and everything will be for free and it'll be wonderful. Right. You know, because that makes sense. We can touch a little bit on Kamala Harris. That town hall was also a really long time ago, but I did take a lot of notes on it at the time. Oh, that's good. Um, You're super, I'm such super a schoolgirl. Her, my little Hermione Granger. I'm super diligent in that way, or at least I try to be. So one thing that for me in particular is important is that I don't want every Democratic or potential Democratic candidate to get up there and just like, Scream about how we need to beat Donald Trump. Well, cry about it because that's exactly what the fuck's about to happen. I feel like Kamala Harris did that. I feel like she's she said that. I don't think anybody else said that. I think everyone kind of shied away from that. We have we have to beat Trump. We have to get him out of office. Um, somebody did ask Cory Booker a question about impeaching the president, which we both rolled our eyes at. Um, well, I mean, it's almost he's he's already the fucking president. Like, I don't and it's care. almost over. Like, it's already 2019. He's already been the president for three years. Yeah. Can you believe, like, that was that long ago? I know. Feels like such a milestone in all of our lives. Like, yeah. where were you when Donald Trump got elected president? Yeah. That I was in an equal coma in my bed. I smoked a joint with my best friend on our patio. That's totally how much you got there. That is, that's where I was. Let's segue into the Mueller report. Because that's like a really big thing that happened this. Well, past we don't week. know what's in it yet. Well, let's let's start with what it is. Because remember, the idea is that we're going to provide an education. Uh, that's <laughs> right. We're taking out a fucking school. The, the two of us are take taking me to church. Sorry. Um. <laughs> so who who is Mueller? Who is Robert Mueller? Tell he me is a special investigator. He yeah. also was the director of the FBI. Okay. He is a special investigator into the 2016 election about if Donald Trump's campaign colluded with Russia and if he obstructed justice by firing James Comey when he would not halt the investigation into... And fuck, I forgot the name of the guy. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> anyway, he was the national security advisor. Michael Flynn! There we go. Michael Flynn. Yes. Oh my god, I had to reach. Can you guys believe that was like two years ago, almost three years ago, and I could not remember that because that's how much shit has happened. Has happened since then? Yeah. So you're giving me a lot of names that I don't, I couldn't even tell you who those people were. Okay. Um, mainly just because I don't follow the political culture as, as closely as you do. So I'm not going to ask you who all those people are right at this moment. Um, it's important we know who Mueller is. He said that he was looking into if Trump colluded with Russia for the 2016 election. Yes. What does that mean? Like if there was any sort of like money given to help spread bad information or the leaks into the Hillary Clinton campaign, there's so much shit that went into it. Okay. Is this similar to like Hillary and like the emails? Yes and no. Like everyone thought that she did this terrible, awful. No good. Hillary's high. <laughs> the help. 
with Benghazi? Yes. Well, Benghazi, the email scandal was that she had a private server she wasn't supposed to. It was in her house, in her basement. It just all looks so fucking bad, which, you know, that's... She did have a private server in her basement? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, she did. And this came out, like, immediately. You're right. In 2015. I remember I was sitting on my couch in my apartment in Austin when I was still in college, watching her give that fucked up press conference with the blue curtain (laughs) where... She would just look like she wanted to... Just, like, disappear? Just... Into herself? Yes. Just disintegrate. Like, yeah. it was a mess. What were, what was the conference about? About the emails. About the story had broke, and everybody was like, oh, my fucking God. What like, were these emails? It was her... All of her emails from her time as Secretary of State. That's supposed to be on a government... Like, on a government server. Yes, not one run out of her basement in New York. That's sketchy. Or is but we're not going to talk. No, we can't, like, get into that. We're not going to talk about that That's right like now. That's like a rabbit hole. We cannot, like, we relitigate the 2016 election. Um, no, we cannot. <laughs> so, back to uh, Donald Trump and Mueller. So, the report came out on Monday. Monday? No. I don't know. Yeah. It was last week sometime. It was, I remember I was smoking a cigarette at work, and I saw it on my phone. It was like, Mueller has submitted the report to the Attorney General. Right. The Attorney General released a letter on Sunday saying that it essentially cleared Donald Trump. So uh, all the, the media was all on fire. Democrats were furious. Republicans were taking their tops off. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sexy time. It, it was a sexy a time for everybody. <laughs> so it's over. Like we don't need to talk about this anymore. There's no, there's no reason to impeach him. There's no reason for anything. And the, uh, Democrats set themselves up for such disappointment. I think here because this investigation, I don't know if they thought that they were going to find like a piece of paper. That said, that like, said, dear Putin, please help me. I want to beat Hillary. Love, Donald. Right. XOXO. Gossip girl. That didn't happen? No. <laughs> Can I say this? That I don't feel like he has, like, he's smart enough to collude with, like, Russia and then I don't hide know. it in such a way i've already told i feel you. like hillary's smart enough uh, yeah <laughs> i mean hillary's smart enough to do some shit like that but i don't i don't believe yeah but they would do it like in a very public way because that's how the clintons operate they do bad shit in public because they think that they can They want to be stopped <laughs> <laughs> they have like a sexual fetish with scandal i don't feel like we could say the same thing about donald trump what that he has a sexual fetish with scandal Yes, I, he does. I think no, no, no. I think he gets himself into trouble because he likes hearing his name in the news. Because he he just doesn't think about things that he's saying. I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't do it in such a in such a way as the Clintons with style and with grace. Yes, I don't know. I feel like I've already told you my theory on all these people and how they're crazy. And well, yes, of course they are. You'd ha- you'd have to be. Yeah, you, you can't run. A country or you can't be like me and take like a nap at two o'clock on a Monday afternoon no. and then like run for president. No, definitely not. 
So what happens now? I guess as far like the Mueller report came out, he didn't do anything or they didn't find anything, any proof. Allegedly, we haven't seen the full report yet. Okay, we haven't seen the full report, so he allegedly hasn't done anything. So I feel like the Democrats kind of shot themselves in the foot with this. I feel like we spent the last two years doing this and there's nothing. And so now, hey, it now worked what? for the Republicans with uh, the Benghazi and the investigations. They kept that shit out there forever. Yeah. People still talk about that. Yeah, we're talking about it right we're now. We're literally talking about it right now. Benghazi. So what is the next, I guess, year and a half look like? Is it just town halls on town halls on town halls? It's town halls on debates on town halls on all sorts of shit. It's going to be... So Democratic candidates are going to start debating each other? Yes. Okay. June. That's exciting. It's going to be two nights. WWE. <laughs> Raw. Live. Who Who is it? Who's going first? I don't fucking know. They're going to do it with some sort of some shit. Okay. Where they pick like the top... Can- I don't know if they're going to do it like they did in 2016 with the Republicans where they had... On the first night, it was all, like, the top candidates, and then the second night, it was all, like, the shit fuck candidates. Okay. Or the ones that were low in the polls, so to speak. Allegedly. So, when is Beto's town hall? I don't know. I haven't asked. When is his televised town hall? Because he does town halls all the time. I don't know. Maybe he's already had one. I haven't. I know he's had one, but I don't think it was televised. Like, I feel like he just went somewhere and had a town hall. He was in South Carolina, I believe. Okay. Um. So in case, just so you guys know, for just a general note, during the primaries, you're going to see the candidates in a bunch of really strange places really early. You're going to see them in South Carolina, you're going to see them in New Hampshire, and you're going to see them in Iowa, because those are the first places that get primaried. It goes Iowa, New Hampshire, I believe Nevada, and then... South Carolina, at least how that's how it was in 2016. Either way. I have two questions. Okay. One, break down for me what the primaries mean. Primaries is who we decide gets the nomination for the party. Okay. I like that. And why do they go to those obscure places first? This is, I don't know the history behind it. I have okay. no idea why it's those places first, but that's just how that's it's always been. Okay. For at least the modern day era. And when do we I when do we get a Democratic nominee? Whenever there's only one left or whenever one gets the requisite number of delegates to clinch the nomination. And if we start talking about delegates, that's a whole rabbit hole we could go on forever with the super delegates. <laughs> there's delegates and then super delegates. Debates start in June. Yes. So we just have town halls up until then? I guess. Got this upcoming week. Uh huh. There are five town halls coming up. Correct. And I have all of the dates written down. So we've got a town hall starting on. So we've got Kirsten Gillibrand on the 9th at 9 o'clock. We've got Jay Inslee at 9 o'clock on Wednesday, the 10th. He is the governor. Okay, of Washington. I was going to ask you who he was. I've not heard of him. He's the governor of Washington. The governor of Washington. Okay. And so far, everybody else has been a senator. Yes. Yes, they have. This is the ones that we've watched. Because remember, we also watched John Hickenlooper. 
but we didn't really care about him. No, we didn't. You told me that we didn't care about him. No. You decided that for us. I did, much in the way I decided about Marion Williamson. You did. We're not going <laughs> to talk about her right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Inslee on the 10th of April. That is a Wednesday. Okay. Julian Castro. Okay, Susan Ortega. <laughs> fucking calm down. <laughs> I'm Susan Ortega. I'm Susan Ortega. He is on the 11th at 9 o'clock. And then... Andrew. Are you ready? Yeah. Marianne Williamson is on at 6 p.m. on the 14th. That's a Sunday. And then right directly after her is Andrew Yang at 7 p.m. And these are all on CNN. The unfortunate part about this mm-hmm. is that I'm going out of town on Sunday, so I won't get to sit and watch the town hall with you. The town hall of Marion Williamson, of which I will not be watching. You have to watch it because I'll be driving. <laughs> so you have to watch it or you're fired. No, I refuse. You have to. She is nothing. Okay. That does it for this episode of Politics. Thank you. Pick us. Choose us. Love us. Wait, that's...